Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. Good, good morning and welcome. Before we get started, I want to recognize some special guests that we have with us. And please hold your applause until the very end. New York State Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. President and CEO of Empire State Development, Howard Zemsky. Okay, applaud then. Go on. New, New York State Assembly member, Crystal People Stokes. New York State Assembly member, Sean Ryan. Buffalo City Comptroller Mark Schroeder. City of Lackawanna Mayor Jeff Szymanski. And Dr. Satish Tripathi, President of the University at Buffalo. It is such a pleasure to be here as we turn another page forward in Buffalo's remarkable success story. I wouldn't want to be any other place than Buffalo right here and right now. With our governor, with Dr. Candace Johnson, and all of you, give yourselves a round of applause. And that comes from someone that just got in from 80-degree weather in Miami last night. I was at the City Lab Summit, which brings people together from all across the globe to look at innovation and best practices that are changing cities all across the world. And I can tell you the tremendous partnership that we have in Buffalo and Western New York with our governor, with Governor Andrew Cuomo, was very much on the radar screen from, for municipal leaders in every section of, of the world. And that was really exciting uh, that we are being recognized across the globe for what is happening in Buffalo. From every angle, you can see signs of Buffalo's resurgence. Leading industries like advanced manufacturing and healthcare are thriving like never before. Our academic institutions are producing an unprecedented pipeline of skilled workers, and today, Buffalo is on the cusp of cutting-edge, world-renowned cancer research. This progress could not have been achieved without the commitment of New York State. 
I am proud to say that in Governor Cuomo, Buffalo and Western New York have found its fiercest ally and most vocal partner. He has delivered in our potential, he has believed in a, and, and delivered in our potential from day one and helped leverage unprecedented investments that are taking shape all around us. Cities and towns across our region are reaping the benefits of this new Buffalo and new Western New York success story. Unemployment is down and jobs are up. From Canal Side to Roswell Park to every corner of our city, there is a new there is a renewed spirit of optimism in Buffalo, and it's contagious. We can feel it in this room. With the state on our side, we have harnessed this region's assets to build bigger, better, and smarter, and our future has never looked brighter. Now, please join me in welcoming a real fighter for Western New York our Congressman, Brian Higgins. Thank you. Thank you, Byron Brown, the leader of the new Buffalo. He is a great, great mayor with great vision, works with everybody. Great, great man to help this city. But in this region, it's great, great potential. Again, Mayor Brown, thank you for being here. Uh, to the Roswell Park, Alliance. Its co-founders are here, Ann and Donna Joya, along with Pam Jacobs. The Alliance was founded 25 years ago out of heartbreaking loss and turned into a life-giving force for this community, for cancer sufferers, and for this institution raising over $70,000 to support promising new cancer therapy, the Roswell Alliance. Also, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, you know, when President Obama opened up Cuba to normalize relations, governors throughout this country were weighing in on the politics. Not our governor, not this governor. This governor was weighing the possibilities. And he took the leadership of this institution to another country that had been closed up to see where the possibilities existed. And that will form the basis, the foundation, for that announcement today, which is very exciting. My job is to introduce the great leader of this institution, Candace Johnson. Candace, go ahead. <clears throat> Candace Johnson is a medicinal scholar. She's a leader of this institution, and she not only directs research for this institution that creates the promising new therapies that are available to this nation and the world. She inspires that work. In Washington, investigators, researchers come to my office on a regular basis advocating for increased federal funding for cancer research. When I mention, how's Candace doing? They don't respond, they light up. <laughs> so with that, it gives me great honor uh, to present to you the president and chief executive officer of Roswell Park Cancer Institute, Dr. Candace Johnson. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, Congressman Higgins and Mayor Brown. You guys, my heart always, you're always here. I mean, Byron, you have no idea the events that we get him into uh, for us. And so thank you so much for being here today. And Governor, my God, we did this. We did this. We did this. Yes. So it's a very proud day for me to stand up here today. I'm just delighted to have each and every one of you with us for this amazing moment to, that highlights sort of our accomplishments that are really historic, never been done before, historic, representing tremendous hope. And remember, it's hope for our patients here in New York, but it's hope for patients around uh, the United States. I have two very significant uh, announcements to make today. Uh, both of them are significant firsts. First, Roswell Park has received approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, to conduct an early phase one clinical study of Simovax, an incredibly innovative immunotherapy for lung cancer that was developed in Cuba. This is a phenomenal. I mean, this is, it, it sounds like FDA approval, but this is approval from our government to bring a vaccine that's produced in Cuba. And there are many people, and I'll get to those that have, have worked tirelessly uh, to do this. With this landmark clinical trial, Roswell Park's America's first cancer center uh, becomes the first American institution to give Simovax to patients. We're the first center to get permission to sponsor the U.S. testing of any Cuban medical therapy to bring Cuban science to the United States. You know, the Cubans are the most innovative group of scientists. Uh, you know, Kelvin, we have had a longstanding uh, scientific collaboration with them. And uh, I think to be able to bring their products here is just phenomenal. Simovax is an incredible therapy, and it's so genius in its design. What it, what it is is you that tumor cells, lung cancer cells, are addicted to a growth factor. And if this growth factor is present, the tumors grow. Well, if you vaccinate people against the growth factor, then when the, go the growth factor can't be produced, the tumors die. It's genius, and it's effective. It's so exciting. And it's a totally different approach to uh, cancer therapy uh, that we've ever had before in lung cancer. It harnesses the own... Uh, immune defenses. Now, the second announcement I'd like to make, and this one is one that, you know, when I talked to Charles uh, from the governor's office last week, we were both like practically uh, screaming over the phone. Uh, Roswell Park received authorization from another federal agency, the U.S. Department of Treasury, to establish a joint business venture with the Center for Molecular Immunology, the CIM, the Cuban Research Institute, whose innovative scientists came up with the idea of Simovax. An amazing achievement. Um, thank you. <clears throat> this is historic. It's the first time in the modern era that a Cuban and an, and an American institution have been allowed to come together to create this joint company and venture. The Cubans have never done this before. We have approval, uh, not only the approval that we got from our government, but we got approval from the Cuban government to go forward with this venture. And let me just tell you, this would not have happened 
without Governor Cuomo and his vision and his historic trade mission in April of 2015. This was the first such trade mission of any American state to go to Cuba. And the, the idea that we would go there when this was, this was before, I mean, there was no phone service. There was not, I mean, it was, it was a totally different Cuba then than it even is today. So uh, this would just not ever have happened without the governor and his vision and leadership. So there are many people to thank uh, for this, and uh, it, it really, this is uh, a, an incredible effort. And, and as I read your names, please stand up. Grace D. is the chief of thoracic oncology. She will be the PI of this clinical trial uh, that will start in a month. And then Dr. Kelvin Lee, he is... Uh, Kelvin is a maniac, I just want to tell you. He walks down the streets of Havana, and I can't tell you how many people know him. I mean, I have, other people have said this, but he's the real science person behind this and uh, went with me on the trade mission with the governor, and he's just been incredible in this. And then we have a whole cadre of people involved in our, our uh, uh, clinical trials research group, our, our institutional IRB that had to approve all this, our human subjects. We had to send people down there, Chris Choi, to inspect their facilities. We had, this took an army of people. So please, let's give a round of applause for them. <clears throat> Dr. Thomas Schwab and David Donovan and his whole business development team. Team. They're actually on a plane flying back from Havana and coming to uh, Toronto uh, about 11 o'clock this morning. They were there this week with Aiken Gump and some of our legal teams starting the negotiations for this JV. We don't mess around, we don't waste time. We're on this. So <clears throat> our legal team has been incredible. Aiken Gump, you know, this is not, we were going where no one has gone before. Um, and so we had, uh, and there are only a few law firms in the country that even have a whole division dedicated to, the Cu to Cuban affairs. And Aiken Gump in, Wa in Washington really provided us with incredible service. Michael Joseph, chairman of the board, I'm sorry he couldn't be here today, but you know, he's my supporter in everything and all the crazy ideas that I have, and I thank him very much for everything that he's done. And then lastly, um, uh, to the governor's staff, uh, you know, Rick Cotton, Aaron Kapolitz, uh, Alexander Cochran, Charles Small. I mean, Charles was on speed dial for me. I mean, these guys helped us navigate through the mire of the State Department, the Treasury Department, the Commerce Department. And believe me, there was a lot of that to navigate. And so, please, thank you so much, wherever you are. And then last, I'd like to thank the President Obama and Vice President Biden and the, all the federal departments of state, commerce, and treasury, and the FDA who supported this work. You know, um, Vice President Biden is very much, and the President is very much aware of what we're doing. Um, uh, Vice President Biden really was, uh, I, I met with him last week, and uh, he just thinks the world of the governor, and uh, if he could have been here today, he would have, I tell you. So. 
by uh, granting this license to create this joint venture with a Cuban research and biotech company, the federal government through Roswell Park is expanding their global access to potentially life-saving cancer therapies. When President Obama and his administration first announced their easing of the Cuban embargo in 2014 and their intention to normalize relations, they really highlighted the importance of pursuing shared interests like improving health care. And our clinical trial, the first of many clinical trials of many novel agents, that's the beauty of what we got approval for for this joint venture, is we have the portfolio of drugs uh, from this incredible institution. So the first critical tr clinical trial is really a perfect one to start with because um, it will uh, get us into the game, if you will, and this is with Simovax. This is the trial that Dr. D will lead, and it will involve, it's a small, relatively small clinical study of 60 to 90 participants with advanced lung cancer. It will begin, hopefully, uh, within about 30 days. Roswell Park will be the only institution where this study is available. There's lots of buzz about this. I've been at cancer meetings, and everybody wants to get involved. And it's a phase one, two study with Simovax in combination with another commonly used immunotherapy approach. We'll grow because of this study. You know, think about this. I mean, not only are we going to create jobs around just the implementation of the trials, we think over these next few clinical trials in two to three years, maybe 20 regulatory type jobs of that, that nature. But think about what it's going to do for Western New York. We're going to attract patients here from all over the world because we're going to be the place where you can get these innovative therapies. We already have a reputation for immunotherapy and immunotherapy approaches, and so we're going to bring patients here. We're going to bring revenues into Western New York, into Roswell Park. So this is, uh, uh, this is not only historic, but it's good for us. It's good for our economy, and we're proud and grateful to note that this first clinical trial will be funded by the, Ro the Roswell Park Alliance Foundation, uh, as um, uh, by, uh, uh, Congressman Higgins uh, suggest, uh, stated. So why do we start our collaboration with Simovax, a lung cancer therapy? Well, you know, lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer, death in the United States. You all know, if you've had friends that have had cancer, that the survival rates are pretty low. Um, year, uh, in the last year, worldwide, 1.8 million people got lung cancer, and 1.6 million of them died. So this is a disease that warrants our attention. One of the most exciting things about Simovax is that we think maybe one day Simovax could be used not only to treat lung cancer, but to prevent it in people that are at high risk for recurrence. Uh, sta early stage disease where they've been, quote, cured but are at high risk for recurrence, or possibly in individuals that are going to get cancer because of their risk factors, asbestos exposure, COPD, smoking, and so forth. So imagine what the impact is just on this first trial. Uh, it's, it, it is one that uh, gives hope to many patients uh, around the country. We hope that Simovax and our collaborations with the Sim will change the game in lung cancer and in perhaps in other cancers too. We need to do better for our patients, and we think that this will be an important first step to improving these odds. Now, I have the great pleasure of welcoming the person behind all of this who has really helped us to make history here today. Governor Cuomo saw the potential in Western New York from day one, and over the past five years of his administration, he's been dedicated to unlocking it. As a result today, the results are both real and tangible. Roswell is positive proof of Western New York's success story. 
The governor knows all too well the devastation and heartbreak that cancer can create, which is why he's led the fight against breast cancer. Working together, I know that there's no challenge too great that we will continue to lead to fight against all cancers. We're so proud to partner with him on his transformative initiative, and we look forward to what the future holds for Western New York under his leadership. Now, please join me in welcoming the 56th governor of the great state of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What a great day. It is so exciting to be here. Uh, I'm here, first and foremost, because I invented the Simavax vaccine. <laughs> yeah. I was in my kitchen one morning. I was drinking an especially strong cup of Cuban coffee. And that's where the Cuban connection came in. And I said, growth hormones. That's what it is. It's about the growth hormones. Uh, Dr. Candace Johnson, what a leader. What an ambassador. What a visionary. Let's give her a round of applause. And the entire team at Roswell did such a fantastic job. And Dr. Lee, who is known all across Havana, because he's a party animal, Dr. Lee. You know, we could not get him out of the bars in Havana. That's, let's give him a round of applause. He is a fighter. He's a, uh, um, an advocate for waterfront development before anyone was talking about it. He does a phenomenal job in getting funding for cancer research, uh, much of it uh, to benefit here at Roswell. So let's give him a round of applause. We have our own Lieutenant Governor from Buffalo, who's doing a great job, Kathy Hochul. Mayor Byron Brown, the all-star, give him a round of applause. The assemblymen and senators who represent uh, uh, Buffalo and Western New York, and we have Howard Zemsky, who is the economic development head. Let's give him a round of applause. First, to all of you at Roswell, uh, you have run such an amazing, amazing institution for so many years. My father was governor uh, of New York from 1982 to 1994. And uh, he loved Roswell. And he would come back and tell stories and he was so vested in your success and so impressed with the quality and the integrity of what you did. Uh, the mission is the best mission in the world, right? Saving lives. Uh, and the way you do it is extraordinarily hard. And we talk about the new Buffalo now. Uh, and there is a new Buffalo. But for uh, many years, when there was not a lot of reasons to hope in Western New York, Roswell Park was always the beacon and the light that said, there is a reason to hope. We are doing good things. And we are a special place. So give yourselves a round of applause.
And uh, let's thank again the Joyas and the Jacobs for stepping in when Roswell really needed help. Thank you very much. So we talk about the new Buffalo, and the new Buffalo is partially what we're building, and it's canal side, and it's the new businesses, but more than anything, the new Buffalo is a new attitude. It's a new culture. It's a new stance that we're taking. Uh, you know, Buffalo for many years wandered in the, in the desert of uh, economic decline. The old economy had changed. There was no obvious new economy. And Buffalo got caught in that, in that abyss, in that transition. State government was nowhere to be found. Uh, and it just, it stagnated and it was sad for a long, long time. Uh, I was introduced to Buffalo by Tim Russert, who is no longer with us, but he was my father's press secretary. We were both young guys, that's a long time ago. We now have his son, Luke Russert, coming in tomorrow to announce awards of uh, an entrepreneurial competition that we're having. So uh, it really has come a generation. And the new Buffalo says, fortune favors the bold. And we're not sitting back and we're not waiting. We're gonna go make it happen. And we're gonna get in front of it. And we understand this is a competition and you have to get out of bed every morning. And the first step is the step that you take. And you have to say, Where's our opportunity? Where's our future? We're going to go make it happen. And that's a big part of the new Buffalo. And this uh, transaction and this development today is a perfect manifestation of that. President Obama, seems just yesterday, 2014, 2015, announced we should have new relations with Cuba. And the question became, wow, well, could there be an opportunity for us in Cuba? I remember when Howard Bramsky first started talking about it, the economic development head, but he's a big shot, you know, Howard Zemsky. But you can just ask him if you're unsure and he'll tell you. <laughs> but Howard Zemsky in the administration is like the old E.F. Hutton, you know, E.F. Hutton commercial, when he speaks, people listen, when Howard speaks, people listen. So I was talking to Howard about this possible trade mission to Cuba. Sounds a little crazy, frankly, but, and he said there are two important reasons why we should take this trade mission to Cuba. And he leaned in like that. <laughs> Two important reasons. I said, yes, the reasons are cigars and rum. <laughs> now you can never really tell if Howard's serious or not because he's got that dry sense of humor. I mean, really dry, like Sahara dry sense of humor. But first of all, cigars and rum were fine enough for me to go. I would have gone just for cigars and rum. But uh, the idea was, let's be the first state to Cuba. Let's get our institutions to Cuba before anyone else. Let's seize the day, carpe diem. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. And we brought the premier uh, cancer-fighting institution in the state, I would argue in the country, Roswell Park. Uh, and we got on a plane and we went to Cuba 18 months later, which is this, with all the agencies and all the bureaucracy. I like the federal government very much. <laughs> I, would, I would never criticize the bureaucracy of the federal government. 
I worked there for eight years. I believe it, it's, it's uh, well-intended. I believe it's well-intended. <laughs> Get the FDA approval, Department of Health, to check off all these boxes in 18 months. It's a tribute to uh, you guys and Candace Johnson's leadership. Uh, but it just shows what you can actually do when you want to get it done. And when you go with that attitude that says, we're not going to take no for an answer. We're going to get to yes. And we are going to get there first. And you made this happen. You made this happen. And Simovax, from on every angle, is a great thing. It has great potential, literally, to save lives. Uh, and cancer, and the vice president and the president are right. This is the next moonshot. We have to be able to cure this disease. Too many have died, and lung cancer is the number one killer. Simovax has great potential just from a life-saving point of view. From an economic model, it's just what we've been talking about for Western New York. It is that synergy, that sweet spot of R&D meets academia meets commercialization, right? That's where we are. That's what the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus is all about. That's what UB and Dr. Tripathi's vision has been all about. That's what Howard Zemsky's been talking about. And this does just that. And the clinical trials are the first step. Uh, so it is it just so positive, so exciting. Uh, so illustrative of a new day, uh, and uh, I can't tell you how proud. Roswell Park, Cuba could have gone anywhere in the United States. They could have gone to Johns Hopkins, they could have gone to Memorial Sloan Kettering, they could have gone to Seidman in Cleveland, they could have gone anywhere. Where did they choose the best place in the United States, Roswell Park? So congratulations to all of you. You deserve it. Yeah, you made it happen. Uh, and I'm just going to be interested to see where you go from here. One last point I'd like to raise. Um, I read in the newspaper today a story about the uh, Buffalo train station. I don't know if you saw the story yet. Now, I read it in the newspaper. Uh, I read a lot of stories in the newspaper. <laughs> And I know well enough, when you read it in the newspaper, maybe it's true, maybe it's not true, you know. Uh, Buffalo News, in my office they call it the BN. Bad news, that's what they call it, bad news. Uh, they have a tad of a cynical approach. You know, there's a glass of water half full, half empty. They say the glass of water is half empty and it has too much light in it. The, but there was a story that said, uh, their train station in Buffalo, the roof collapsed, which or was collapsing, was leaking, which is not a good thing, and they had to close the train station because the roof was leaking, but now they fixed the roof and the roof is open, and really there should be a new train station, and people have been talking about a new tr train station, and then it went through all different possibilities of where the train station could be. It could be a canal side, it could be over here, it could be at the central station, it could be tall, it could be short. Uh, 57 opinions on the train station. And I had a panic attack. <laughs> Why? Because that reminded me of the old Buffalo. 
there was a proposal to build a new bridge called the Peace Bridge. It was going to be a new Peace Bridge. <laughs> and for 30 years, they debated this Peace Bridge. What color should it be? What design? I want a necklace. I want a choker collar. I want it blue. I want it yellow. We're not compromising. You know what bridge we got after 30 years? No bridge. Nothing. Nothing. You know Aristotle's formula for success? Two steps, one caveat. Step one, decide what you want to do. Step two, do it. Caveat. Step one is very, very hard, deciding what you want to do. Uh, so, the new Buffalo is, needs a new train station. We're not going to do it like the old Buffalo, like the Peace Bridge Bridge that is still in discussions. <laughs> so here's my idea, tad impromptu, uh, but that's how I invented Simovax, so I'm <laughs> staying with it. <laughs> Mayor Byron Brown is the leader of this great city. Uh, I suggest Mayor Brown puts together a committee. I volunteer myself. I volunteer Congressman Higgins. <laughs> I volunteer, since I can't make it all the time, Howard Zemsky in my place. <laughs> you put together a committee. You get a consultant to do a study of what is the best place to put the train station and what is the best train station to build. I will pay up to $1 million for the consultant to do the study. But, 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 we'll go, we will do it the new Buffalo way, which is you must commit to get it done in six months or you pay the $1 million for the consultant. Thank you. God bless you. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.